0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy but the one line of plot goes over two it his big. it's time to get busy with your friends even his Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned Learned From Movies. movies. And tonight...
1: What are we watching tonight, Steve?
0: Tonight we're watching the 1994 classic, Wolf. Yeah! Starting with the great Jack Nicholson, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Sir James Spader... Uh, a couple cameos. James Spader. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's probably not a officially a sir. Uh, yet, yet. But he's well <laughs> on his way. Uh, but first. But first. You a little parched, sweetie.
1: Honey, I need a drink. Excellent.
0: Well, we do have a wonderful little selection from Sierra Nevada Beer Camp uh, this year. This is a hoppy Belgian-style golden ale. An ale brewed with lemon peel in a collaboration with Duvel Mortgat.
1: Ooh, we've heard of Duvel.
0: We've um, had. <laughs> where is opener And here we are. Oh, pop my top. top. Oh, my top. <laughs>
1: and a pour Perfect. right into my super classy tiki cup.
0: Mm-hmm. because
1: I'm a grown-up.
0: That is a beautiful golden ale. Wow, that
1: is <laughs> crystal clear. That is like a lager clear. Is it a yeah. lager, is that what she said?
0: Oh, it's a Belgian golden ale. Oh, so wow. Ale. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. A little
0: mm. bit of lemon peel. And you can
1: get a little lemon peel right off the the aroma. Smells Belgian-y with that uh, kind of spiciness and almost a little sweatiness from that Belgian-y. He's taking a sip.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get, uh, it's a little malt-forward with the um, candy sugar and just, yeah, the Belgian mouthfeel has a little bit of, I do like clove or pepper or something on it, but um,
1: Yeah, it's kind of spicy, not very hoppy at all. Yeah, a little spice,
0: all. little spice hop, or like a, yeah, spicy note on it, but
1: Yeah, I think it's from the yeast, personally. There's yeah. a little bit of hoppiness in there, but not too much. This is a delightful beer. If you like yeah, Belgians you're really going to enjoy this. Um if you don't like Belgians, I'd say give it a try. I don't. This is never going to be made again, and only coming out this year. Go give it a shot. As I said before, go spend way too much money on the beer camp across the world and enjoy these delightful, strange beers. Absolutely. Excuse
0: me. Speaking of delightful and strange, this movie.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. I knew I liked this movie, but I had not seen it in a number of years. I forgot just how fucking entertaining this movie right? is.
0: Okay. So my dad loved this movie. Like, I remember mid-'90s and stuff, you know, before Con Air and the Matrix kinda <laughs> took, and Lord of the Rings kind of took all that over. This was, like, one of his favorite movies to watch. Um, it comes from director Mike Nichols. Uh, you may know him from another episode of our podcast with an animal in the title. Uh, one of our first episodes was Day of the Dolphin, and he also directed that a scant 23 years before this one or something.
1: She's you telling me he only works with the finest actors?
0: Well, actually, here are other movies he's done. The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Holy shit. Day of the Dolphin, of course, with George C. Scott. Biloxi Blues with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Uh, Working Girl with Harrison Ford and Melanie Griffith and Sigourney Weaver. Uh, this Birdcage Cage with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane.
1: That movie's amazing. Right. Uh,
0: Primary Colors. The that's the uh, John Travolta as basically Bill Clinton, right? Uh, yeah. Closer, which had a pretty all-star cast with uh, Jude Law and stuff. Uh, Charlie Wilson's War with Tom Hanks and hey. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think. <laughs>
1: The so, U.S. government's lost some of its credibility, so they're borrowing some of mine. <laughs> Puzzle my hair, Mr. Hayes. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah, director Mike Nichols. Quite the uh, diverse background in movies, really. Please,
1: can I make a confession to you? What's that? Our marriage is built on lies. Oh. I've never okay.
0: seen Working Girl. Oh. I, you know what? I'm sure I have over the years. All I remember about it is shoulder pads. That's all I remember about Working Girl. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you've seen basically Working Girl. You watched that episode of uh, Bob Bob's Burgers? Burgers. I was gonna say, yeah. seemed like a, a die, die working hard girl or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check it out, guys. Season two, I think. Um,
1: <laughs> it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, but uh, also, of course, again, starring Jack Nicholson as uh, the main character, Will Randall. Uh, he's a what was he a book editor? Yeah, book editor. Yeah, he he's
1: the uh, the the head head publisher I don't know. He's the boss guy at the publishing house.
0: Yeah.
1: Editor in chief. He's editor in chief. Editor in
0: chief, that's right, that's right. Um kinda long in the tooth though, getting up there in the years and there's a little manner. Very
1: mild manner very in manners. every aspect of his life. Good
0: dude. Uh his assistant or whatever, Roy, played by David Hyde Pierce adores him. Oh
1: my god, David Hyde Pierce is <laughs> not in enough stuff. Every time I see him, I'm just like, god damn, I love this guy. He is a very charismatic character actor.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. I love David and, Hyde Pierce. And his uh, the publishing company or whatever uh, is being bought by a billionaire named uh, Ray Alden, uh, played by Christopher Plummer.
1: Yeah. Well, we mentioned uh, David Hyde Pierce. Uh, Jack Nicholson's um, uh, secretary? Secretary? yeah I don't know who plays her or no what her idea. name was in there. Yeah, she's also delightful in
0: this movie, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: best damn time <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> right oh, we got talk. okay, so the first scene of this movie is uh Jack Nicholson driving along a nice little icy road yeah um I assume on his way to a haunted uh, hotel somewhere and, mm-hmm. no uh he's in uh Vermont um and just driving along all of a sudden runs into a wolf. And oh, the, not
1: just a wolf. Like, the fucking wolf from... A uh, dire wolf, yeah. <laughs> the wolf from uh, uh, NeverEnding Story that's bringing about the end of the goddamn world. Oh, God, it does look,
0: look it like looks it. Seems,
1: I'm pretty sure it's the same puppet, or oh, made by the I, same I, people. Rick,
0: Rick Baker did the uh, special effects there or whatever go. in this movie, so which which was odd. I, when that came up in the titles, I was like, really? Because I remember them just kind of having Wolverine-like mutton chops and stuff in this, <laughs> but... But I assume uh, the, the wolf was the main thing. But yeah, he basically looks like the, uh, I don't remember what's called the never ending Story. The, the darkness dr- or whatever? Drill Blacks or some shit. But uh, yeah, pretty badass looking wolf. Um, hence why it's uh, during wolf month. Yeah! Um, and he gets out of the car, check it out. He's like, oh no, I think it's dead. I uh, do I want throw it to the side of the road, blah, blah, blah. Reaches over to do so. Wolf opens his eyes and takes a little nip out of his hand. Just... <laughs> And then uh, runs off into the wolves, uh, of the wolves, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jack knows, you know, wraps it up and goes on with his day.
1: Uh, It's Gamork is Gmork. that guy from uh, Neverending Story. And, then, and I'm showing Steve a picture right now. That's the same wolf, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty close. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, so then it's like the next day or whatever... Um, They're having a party with the new billionaire. So
1: the new boss invited everybody at the publishing house to his personal estate. So basically he could tell them individually who was getting fired.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Balls move.
1: (laughs) Oh, and they comment how how pretentious he must be to pull off a move like this. By the way, also showing off his uh, prize-winning thoroughbreds.
0: Yeah. And his palatial estate over an entire zip code. Yeah, it's a it's pretty, pretty awesome way, I guess, to lose your job compared to others. who wants to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I do. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Not the guy getting fired. Well, even get the guy getting fired if you're going to go and get a good meal yeah. out of it.
0: Yeah, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to walk out of here with all the shrimp, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: technicals Nicholson makes a comment about, like, if we're going to get fired, you might as well get a meal out of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: grab a candlestick or something on the way out. Consider it a severance package. You know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, he kind of walks with them along in the backfield alone just to be like, well, we decided you're not going to, you know, we're going to offer you a position basically in Eastern Europe, so, like the Siberian chapter with yeah, the Yeah, no, no, it's like,
1: hey, you know where there's a bunch of uh, new writers coming out of? Like the, you know that part of Russia that's touching the Arctic Circle?
0: <laughs> Have you seen the movie Hostel, that area? (laughs) Like (laughs) Slovenia? Yeah, yeah. You should go check it out. (laughs) It was
1: unclear whether he was offering offering him a position up there or if he was just telling him he should head up there. (laughs) But (laughs) at any rate, his uh, editor-in-chief position is no longer his position.
0: Yeah, and they're replacing him with... uh, uh, What's his name in the movie? Stewart? Yeah, Stewart Swinton, played by James Spader. Yeah. Who's just the most ass-kissy... Little bastard you've ever had oh, yeah. because so he's, he's James faith. Spader. James, I, I, I like to think James Spader is like that in real life too. Like he's just <laughs> that sniveling asshole that you kind of want to hate, but you still kind of like. Well played. He's well probably played. the
1: kindest <laughs> human being on the planet. I mean, like, I'm sure he he's is. He's probably one of those people who's like, oh, I'm gonna walk these baby ducks across the road. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as everyone's backs turned. <laughs> <laughs> he just swallows whistle a lot. Yeah, so, James Fader, hit us up and we can interview and discuss these topics. <laughs>
1: like, how um, do you swallow the beaks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you just digest them or you crunch them up a little bit? No. Um, <laughs>
1: We ask the hard-hitting questions on this podcast. Exactly.
0: <laughs> we go where others won't dare, just out of common decency. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, so yeah, that happens. Um, on the drive home, uh, Jack Nicholson's wife is just like, oh, I can't believe you just sat there and took it. Uh, you should you should demand that, that this be reconsidered and stuff. And he's like, well, you know, it's how businesses go, blah, blah, blah. Um The next day, he starts uh, feeling a little different. He knows his hair growing on his still-gaping wound on his hand. Right? Yeah,
1: his weak (laughs) bite. By the way, which he does get checked out. We forgot. Oh, yeah. He sees a doctor the day before he gets fired. Yeah, Ralph. And, by the way, his doctor... Steve he says is the worst doctor in the world. I actually think he might be one of the best doctors. <laughs> he's a
0: straight shooter, that's for sure.
1: Definitely, yeah. Like Jack Nicholson says, like, do you think it had rabies? Well, first off, he's, the doctor's like it wasn't a wolf, not in Vermont. Jack Nicholson's like, no, it's certainly wolf. I was, I'm the one who got close enough to be bitten by it. And doctor's like, nah, you're full of shit. But uh, this is the first rabies shot I gave, and a couple, and a kid died. Or no, a kid had brain injury. Because yeah. of a fall and then a bite because of something, and technically yeah, seems like, bite or something. how's yeah. the kid? He has brain damage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's got brain damage. What do you think? It's <laughs> like, oh, thanks, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then the next day he starts getting, you know, he...
1: Oh, he also sleeps for like 22 hours.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. He misses like the whole next day and comes in the next day after sleeping for like 26 hours, and he says he, he feels great, and uh, you know, he's trying to, uh, b- basically he's like, alright, who's coming with me? Let's, uh, let's make a move, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. oh, also at the party, he met, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, the daughter oh, of the daughter, billionaire. Yes. Uh, and of course Who they... Who hates
1: daddy and hates daddy's money, but lives in the palatial estate.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's an odd situation there, and of course, you know, is it, like, Basically he runs into her like as he's getting fired and like oh and this is my daughter like oh yeah we met a little bit earlier uh, Basically,
1: he has a panic attack right as he uh after he finds out he's been fired and da-da. she makes him drink some scotch and calm down and
0: yeah. he's all and witty banter ensues yes. and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool uh, I mean Michelle Pfeiffer let's let's be yeah. honest yeah. She's, uh, I she's,
1: think. she's a she's
0: she's a fetching young woman even though she's damn near sixty now. And she's, she's still fetching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, best Catwoman. If they're bringing old man Batman in, can they bring in Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? Ooh,
0: Batfleck and Michelle Pfeiffer, I'd be down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was Michael Keaton again, yeah.
1: Get, you know what? Let's I get on this, guys. Michael Michael Keaton was my favorite Batman. I know a bunch of the nerds out there are screaming, No, you're wrong! Rah! No, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Michael you you are man. wrong, sweetie. It's Adam West so you know it.
1: Elos is pretty good, but I still like Michael Keaton. Yeah.
0: Anyway, neither of them are a wolf. So <laughs> back in this movie, uh, so yeah, uh, basically he starts displaying character characteristics of aggressiveness and such as a wolf.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so he wonders if uh, he 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 asks one someone in the publishing house if they have any books written by basically anybody who talks about animal spiritualism. Turns out they do. There's this. uh, Indian doctor gentleman? Yeah,
0: uh... They just
1: kind of, like... He's just kind of... Ethnic, shaman doctor Ethnically diverse. Like,
0: he could be Middle East, he could be Indian, um... He could have been Native American
1: after- who spent time in another country. Yeah,
0: he, he has leathery skin. Um, <laughs> he, they, they
1: keep his ethnicity very vague.
0: Yeah, but... Very the, vague. But he basically tells them, like, back in... Back where he comes from, the old country, they can mm-hmm. specify which... Uh, that there are people that uh, can become wolves, or like their spirit animals, and
1: if you uh, get bit by a yeah. demon wolf on the full moon, oh, that's right, the demon wolf. you will become you. Uh, you will take on the attributes of it, and if you are not pure of heart, you will become the wolf. You will become the new demon wolf. If you, but if you're pure of heart, you won't change. Yeah, it was basically what he was telling him, and so Jack Nicholson was like. Well, how do I keep from turning into a wolf? And he was like, Well yeah. you how have something wild inside you, is like, I'm the least wild person in the world
0: Yeah. Uh so he just kind of gets a little and he, the he wants him aggressive. to bite him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, towards the end of the conversation like, Can you bite me so I can live forever? And he's kinda of like, You want me to bite you?
1: And then he doesn't. He doesn't uh, bite the nice doctor.
0: I'm gonna pass but Steve, thanks though. If
1: a ninety year old elderly gentleman asked you to bite him so he would live forever, <laughs> would you do it?
0: I mean If yeah, your if your grandpa I mean, Kobe is oh.
1: bringing in the sandwich and he said, Steve, I need you to bite me
0: <laughs> All right, hold the sandwich there so it looks like an accident. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I got a fingernail. No. Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. But it, it'd be one of those, like, uh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> I need
1: you to sign a document saying... <laughs> Alright, all
0: right. we're going to Facebook Live this shit. Alright, just so let we know. Uh, yeah, so we're going to keep it. What are we doing?
1: Oh, there's just a kitty staring longingly at Steve from the hall. Oh, whatever.
0: <laughs> the cats love me, what can I say? <laughs> demon um,
1: kitties staring demon. longingly.
0: If your demon cat scratches me or whatever, I'll end them. <laughs> Bite them. Ah! By the way, if you
1: hear weird noises, Caster Troy is snoring in the background.
0: Yeah, he makes weird noises like that all the time. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Smash cut two. Um, after this little, this conversation, uh, he he basically hangs out in... Uh,
1: Jack Nicholson. The,
0: yeah, Jack Nicholson basically hangs out with Michelle Pfeiffer in the Wait, guest house that she's living why in. Why does
1: he hang o- go over there?
0: Oh, shit, that's right.
1: <laughs> They're
0: hanging out now, even though he has a wife. You know why? Because he went to confront basically James Spader when uh, he got his job. No, 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 no. Or, so oh his
1: wife calls um, the house and says, "Oh dear, Jack Nicholson, husband, I have to work late." Jack Nicholson finds her jacket just like it's fallen on the floor with a self-coat rack. He picks yeah. it up. They so start sniffing it, like, "What?"
0: Mm, and then right. he gets
1: an angry look on his face and he runs down the hall like jumping over steps and then runs down the New York streets to James Spader's apartment, rings the bell. James Spader comes down, just wrapped in a robe, and is like, what are you doing here? Jack Nicholson pushes him out of the way, flies up the stairs like a wild beast, opens the door, and there's his wife, mostly naked.
0: Yeah, James Spader stripping his wife.
1: Which is weird because his wife looks significantly older
0: than James Spader. Very much, and she just seems like a total icebox... Kind of horrible person, like like even even in the a early doctor scenes. Doctor, or I, something. She, maybe I got the medical
1: field vibe from her. Yeah,
0: it was just one of those things where it's like, I, I, I like from the beginning, like they it kind of makes you think like you yeah. know some, something's not right with her, and she's definitely not Michelle Pfeiffer, who you know is in this movie from the poster. So yeah. And, yeah, she just really has, like, no redeeming qualities in this movie, no, even though she, she's also kind of middle of the road at the same time. Like, she's just kind of, she's like a Michael Bay female character. There's yeah. just nothing to her. It's,
1: they mentioned they've been married for 16 years, but she doesn't, there's definitely not the affection there. She seems to be married to him because it's comfortable, not because he's doing anything for either of them.
0: Yeah, so then, um... Yeah, he's hanging out with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, living in, and also like living in a motel room. And uh, kind of he
1: rents a little like mo- like no-bedroom apartment. Technically, it's an apartment because when the police come later, we'll get to that. He says I'm renting this apartment.
0: Yeah, I guess it has a kitchen and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but gonna, okay. I'm
1: handing you my beer so I can talk to cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He was uh, he was uh, just circling the microphone like an idiot.
1: Attempting to take it out. So, sorry about that, guys. A little view in a podcast studio.
0: <laughs> <Tomorrow laughs> not video? Anyway.
1: I hope that his little meow will light <laughs> on. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah. Basically, the next thing that really happens, pushing the plot forward, is... uh. Oh, uh, okay. So, there's the scene where... It's a, getting to be a full moon. He's hanging out with Michelle Pfeiffer at his apartment.
1: No, he's at first it happens. He's at her house. He uh, he starts to get sick, and so she he she puts
0: oh, yeah, she
1: puts him up. He goes to sleep, wakes up in the middle of the night, and then kills a deer.
0: Yeah,
1: sneaks out and rips the throat out of the deer, <laughs> yeah. and then wakes up back in the bed but covered in blood. So he runs out because obviously he's freaked out, as you should be when you wake up in a stranger's house in a stranger's bed covered in blood.
0: Yeah. That's definitely true. Okay, so I'd say when Jack Nicholson is the wolf in this movie, yes, he basically has the Wolverine mutton chops and horrible prosthetic teeth and stuff like that. He has like, a
1: severe underbite.
0: Severe underbite, and he he he's jumping around like he's jumping on a trampoline, kind of. Yes, I mean, and there's
1: obviously stunt guys doing a lot of the yeah. like, actual running, <laughs> and the stunt guys that they pick. They, you can tell they like have stuffed his suit because he's not yeah. built like Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's not fat in this movie by far, but obviously some Guy was very very skinny because they padded him up. So in the running scenes, he actually looks it looks fatter than Jack Nicholson.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's it's weird and
0: yeah. He, he in the scenes when he's like uh, like a regular, because most of those scenes are in slow motion and stuff too, so you can. Jack Nicholson's face and stuff but then the ones where he's also like jumping up the stairs or yeah. jumping up to the next floor and stuff it's like obviously a guy on strings because it, it goes like straight up and then forward <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like alright pull him up now pull the other guy shh <laughs> <laughs> um not the most convincing rope work I've ever seen but <laughs> <laughs> but entertaining I, you know. it gets yeah, the yeah, point yeah yeah it still gets the point across and it's just kind of like oh the 90s um,
1: <laughs> we bought this <laughs>
0: yeah um
1: yeah, and then so. uh, then as the full moon approaches, he goes back to his little New York apartment. He's strolling through uh, Central Park and gets jumped by three punks. Oh, God! Uh, yes. One he just rips the fingers off of, and the other two he murders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, to be fair, it's their fault. Sorry, I was drinking. They yeah. wanted his wallet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and he was also like... Yeah, I've only got like $1,000 cash on me. <laughs> you,
1: <laughs> like, want you, you want to borrow five? You want like
0: five, ten bucks of it? And of course, oh, gee, they pulled a knife on me. Now I have to kill them, right? <laughs> Whatever.
1: He was looking for a fight.
0: He was. That
1: wolf was looking for a fight. Yeah. Um,
0: while this is also going on, he basically talks to the, <laughs> the billionaire that owns the company and stuff to basically convinces them that he should be the editor-in-chief now because he's oh, yeah, more no. aggressive and he's gonna, just going to take all the customers... All the all the authors and stuff yeah, love he gets him the like
1: top eleven authors. Oops, sorry, drop the mic. Uh, gets the top eleven authors that he's worked with for years and has convinced them that uh, if this uh, merger goes through and he get, and Jack Nicholson gets fired, that they should join Jack Nicholson because he'll start his own publishing house. And uh, basically, the billionaire guy's like, the authors are too dumb to realize you don't have a publishing house and it'll never get off the ground. And they'll be without a publishing house. And Jack Nicholson's like, yeah, and when that happens, any other publishing house will be happy to take them. At any rate, you won't have them. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and the billionaire guy's like, man, if I thought you were this cutthroat, I would have never fired you. (laughs) Yeah. So they sign a contract basically saying that uh, Jack Nicholson can... uh, He can... Uh, but he picks his successor if he ever does choose to leave or gets fired. Yeah. He makes a shit ton more money. He has the ability to fire James Spader's Sada.
0: Yeah. And uh, like, ultimately, after he signs the paperwork, he walks to the bathroom where, you know, James Spader's in there using the urinal. Pulls up right alongside, alongside him. They start talking back and forth. James Spader's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry I'm banging your wife. Hey, uh, I talked to the billionaire guy, and he said we, you know, we can still get you that position in Eastern Europe if you want to do that. Blah blah blah. And Jack is like, "Suck a dick." I'm <laughs> he slides over the
1: contract and is like, "Let's well, yeah, find yeah. this." So <laughs> Jasper's like, "What? No! How did this happen?"
0: What? I'm a- how about this? And then Jagna starts peeing on him.
1: <laughs> and basically goes, You're fired <laughs> yeah.
0: Marking his territory. Yeah. <laughs>
1: By the way, Steve wants to pull that move.
0: I really do. That'd be sweet. <laughs> um, it just it's not even in like real context either, just kind of in general, like
1: whoops. Eh. Marking um, on my character. You should just do that in front of your office tomorrow, honey. Maybe do yeah. a little circle around the Keurig.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Work. Yeah.
1: Not uh, my Keurig. <laughs>
0: but, uh, I will pee
1: on you if you pee that, on my
0: Keurig. But that's not the end of the story where Jack Nicholson walks off to check things off of his bucket list. No, it is not that.
1: And his bucket list.
0: <laughs> so the next night he spends with Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: Yeah, in um, his tiny little apartment.
0: And, you know, they have a little scene. But yeah. the important part is the next morning when the cops show up... Mm-hmm. Uh, and his uh, Jack Nicholson's wife, has been murdered with her, uh, she had her throat, throat ripped throat out, ripped out and, and, and
1: Jack Nicholson doesn't remember what happened all night.
0: Yeah. And Michelle
1: Pfeiffer says, "No, no, you were here with me." And he says, "Yeah, but you sleep like a goddamn rock." So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but she tells the police that he was there there with her all night long, and the police say, "You guys need to come down for questioning." And yeah, She gives a, a fake name reporters. because. Uh, is going to get weird when uh, the chief editor at her daddy's publishing house is... <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, James... Uh, blah. So then it cuts to James Spader and the head of the publishing house at the uh, the expansion the Palatial, Palatial estate. estate. I cannot talk tonight. I'm sorry. I oh, know. Um, and they're watching the murder on the news and basically James Spader's like, oh, I bet the police need some... Uh, some uh testimonies about uh Jack Nicholson. I mean, I am his oldest dearest friend and also, hey, can I have my marketing job back?
0: Yeah. <laughs> think, like, it'd be a shame if uh the company got pulled into this. By the way, uh, one other thing I have to note about the, the news report. Random ass white lady is killed and and the news the the news report seriously like uh, Charlotte Nicholson, uh, whatever her name is or whatever yes. on the show, is was murdered. She's, of course, the wife of editor-in-chief of uh, Blank Magazine. Oh, God, what was the name of the magazine? It was something... super Blank
1: Publishing House.
0: Or Yeah, yeah whatever. That's
1: us pretend it's Penguin. Oh,
0: home. no, no, it was not a show. Where it was, I think it was yeah, Wolf Cop. There was a magazine. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but
1: it was like Blank Publishing House just purchased by
0: billionaire Yeah, but, it, uh, yeah it's like, no, 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 this has ever happened before where it's got this specific it within an hour of it happening an, an, her throat an, was ripped out and blah, blah, blah. like not about that a,
1: shit not about a publishing house but let's pretend that um the Steve Jobs second in command wife was murdered when Steve Jobs was still alive okay. and they and apple had just taken over some smaller companies so that would have been totally Are you brutal.
0: telling me that never happened?
1: I'm just saying, like absolutely a hundred percent would be like Janet Schofield, all the, uh what you know, wife of Robert former, Schofield. R- former
0: roommate of wife of CEO of Microsoft. You
1: know, uh <laughs> wife of Robert Schofield who's, you know, the head engineer for uh Liking Corp, which was just purchased by Apple. Like
0: Liking Corp, that's a good. One. <laughs> yeah. Well
1: you know, it's full fun.
0: Indeed. Uh <laughs> so so yeah of course he's lead suspect uh, statements are going left and right but then we start to notice James Spader's exhibiting some weird characteristics
1: so that's not till later so well, um, than usual so Michelle Pfeiffer
0: the police station though right
1: but first Michelle Pfeiffer rounds up Jack Nicholson and takes him out to the Glacial estate where she's going to lock him in the barn because he's acting weird and she's starting to believe that he might th- she th- she believes that he thinks he's a wolf So she locks him up in the barn, and then she decides to drive down to the police station to make um, a statement, give her statement, and basically tell them Jack Nicholson's losing his shit. And when she gets there, James Spader's already there, waiting in line to give his his statement, but James Spader's starting to change. He's getting a little weird.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, because we forgot about the part where Jack Nicholson... Bit James
0: Spader. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when he was going in the house where he when he saw his wife there or whatever, yeah. James Spader's like, "Wait, where are you going?" And he goes, "Ah!" and kind of bit him on the hand, yeah. and then and then jumped up the stairs and stuff. But so yeah, James is yeah. becoming a demon wolf as well. Except mm-hmm. he's a prick, so it's a little different. Um,
1: hey, I'm gonna throw a cat again. Oh Jesus! Shall we play the game of toss the cat?
0: Sure, just don't toss the man.
1: Yay! Cats do land on their (laughs) (laughs) feet.
0: I don't know Pickles sure the hell doesn't half the time.
1: Oh, my God. You can't even
0: set him on his feet half the time. You
1: pick him up and gently place him on the ground, and, yeah, he's just like, (laughs) ah! Yeah. Um,
0: But this leads to, um, basically, Jack Jack Nicholson's kind of hiding out at the guest house at the mansion.
1: No, remember, she locks him in the horse barn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Spot. That's
0: right. That's right. He's locked in the horse.
1: Barn. He's locked in the horse barn. So, uh, yeah, so James Spader is giving his testimony, and Michelle Pfeiffer decides she needs to go back and take care of Jack Nicholson, so she leaves because also James Spader is being weird and creepy. No,
0: obviously. He always goes.
1: Yeah. James Spader <laughs> comes out and goes, where did she go? Sniff Sniff runs to Rumba. his car, and it decides to head back to the palatial estate as well. So Michelle Pfeiffer comes up and tells uh, all the guards on the palatial estate, nobody comes in and out, not even a little bit. Like, you need to call me. Uh, and they go like, you know, your horses are acting a little spooked. And she's like, yeah, they're not going to be that way tonight. It's Just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Stay away from the barn tonight. It's Shit's going to be a
0: little weird in there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And her
1: And they don't question even one little bit.
0: No, no, they're, they're used to working for a billionaire. Just do what the rich people say and exactly. they don't have their weird ass orgies with yogurt <laughs> and you no. Know. Uh, but then James Bader.
1: The <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I've seen as watch shit. I know what's up. Um, but then James Spader pulls up to the front in his black Jeep. Of course he drives a Jeep. Of course he drives the black Jeep. Um, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, allow, I can't allow anyone in, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, backs up a Oh, bit. no, no,
1: first he goes like, I'm just here to see that little girl. She'd be a great fuck.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> fuck my lifetime, am I right? <laughs> and
1: that's when the rent co- the, the cops like, you need All to right, go. You need to get the
0: fuck out of here. Turn yeah. your
1: car around and leave. At
0: which point, when he backs up, goes full Lincoln Hawk right through the guard, right through the
1: gate.
0: Almost a big into a fountain. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And now he's in there and then, of course, he goes all wolf and starts like ripping out throats of security guards. Mm-hmm. and Chases yeah. Michelle
1: Pfeiffer into the bar and Jack Nicholson is... Uh, oh, he, he got a magical amulet from the old man. That's right. Yeah, an amulet. ethnicity that will keep him from turning into a wolf. He rips that off so he can become full wolf. Jumps out of his la Torre stall, and <laughs>
0: yeah. the wolf
1: fight ensues.
0: Yeah, so much scratching and wrestling and biting and growling and <laughs> all kinds of awesomeness. Uh, uh, tossing
1: into a reflection pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> all, all over. Basically, the mansion looks like uh, Scarface's mansion. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Yeah, recently. yeah it, it's it's like very similar layout and everything. Covered. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, then there's the final battle. Um gee do is it really spoiler to say who wins.
1: <laughs> you know what? Let's let them uh, let's let's not spoil the ending.
0: Yeah, there there's some stuff at the ending. what do you think? Check it out? Oh absolutely. Yeah. This movie
1: is so much fun. We're not doing it just as breaking it down. Like breaking it down it actually seems kinda of boring.
0: Yeah, it does seem kind of like to And it's a whole lot, like it's a full like Almost two hours and stuff too, but so
1: good. Yeah. And honestly, this is a very very subdued role for Jack Nicholson. Like Yeah,
0: but but he still has his Jack Nicholson moments, and obviously, absolutely. like you heard the trailer, he has his cadence of speech and.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: yeah, and they do a great <laughs> job making him look older than hell, and then like rejuvenating him, kind of.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But at the yeah, beginning yeah, of the yeah, movie, true.
1: he looks really tired. And then, like as the the spirit wolf starts, you know, absorbing him, he definitely uh, he perks up.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, wolf. Check Watch it out. It. <laughs> and now our second beer. You Ooh, th- let first me gulp this down.
1: Ooh-hoo.
0: Well, this one comes from uh, a new brewery out here in uh, West Berkeley, California, down in this area. At Gilman Brewing Company, and this is their Speak of the Devil Chipotle Porter. Yeah, five point eight percent, and I'll uh, put a picture up on the website on uh, Twitter. <laughs> it's in a uh, basically what they call an adult capri sun bag. It's like a thirty-two ounce, yeah, just a little I don't know, plastic bag with it's a like, twist
1: top. I forget what that what that type of bag is called, but it's, it's <laughs>
0: like it's like the inside of a box of wine. Exactly,
1: it's the yeah. bladder from the inside of a box of wine, and they fill it up with beer. And you know what, honey? You need to release the pressure on that. Yeah. That's
0: looking pretty swollen. Yeah, it does swollen. look pretty swollen. Hold on. Let's Cracking this. it. I
1: don't know if you can hear the sizzling. He's kind of far away and letting it... Uh...
0: Yeah, kind of using it.
1: Yeah. But this All thing right. is really fun. And if they claim, they're reusable.
0: We will see about that. <laughs> and
1: recyclable. All right. But yeah, we went to uh, Gilman Street Brewing for my birthday. We went yeah. bar hopping. Happy it was birthday, beautiful. Fun. Thank you, sexy pants. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was our first time going there, and, yeah.
0: yeah and here is the first... Ooh. Ooh.
1: Ooh, I like it has a nice wide mouth on it. Indeed. That's quite, quite easy. So, yeah, this is a... Uh, it's a dark brown, but it's not as dark as you would think for a porter. Like, normally with porters, I kind of picture something kind of black, yeah. and this is this is definitely brown.
0: Yeah, it's definitely brown, like a... like. A dark hazelnut. I uh, think yeah. it's more of an English porter. It kind of looks like
1: iced it. coffee. Yeah. It's like coffee that's a little bit watered down. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Mm, it has definitely a lot of coffee aroma. Get a little bit of smokiness off of it from the Chipotle.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Mm. She's taking a sip. She seems to be enjoying it.
1: Yeah, that's a nice, very, very subtle, very mild spice beer. It uh the the porter, it's more like an English porter style, like a little dry, nothing yeah. too strong in coffee, and you just get a little bit of smokiness on it, like just barely a hint.
0: Yeah, you would think like chipotle being in, in the name and everything, it's like, Oh, it's gonna be super spicy, blah blah. No, just a subtle little yeah, like smoky, roasty kinda
1: Yeah, it's just kind of in the like a
0: s'more or something.
1: Yeah. You know. you know, I really, really appreciate the restraint on this beer.
0: Yeah. I Love it. So yeah, Gilman mm. Bruin, check him out. West Berkeley.
1: Definitely. Come on out, get some burrs.
0: Are you ready for some fun facts?
1: Fun facts. Super fun facts fun fun facts.
0: Michelle Pfeiffer adopted a baby, became engaged, and got married to producer David E. Kelly all while making this film.
1: Holy shit, good for her.
0: I think uh, David E. Kelly, pretty sure he like owns like uh Daytime Television and I think he did like nine oh two one oh and Okay. I yeah, he's probably the <laughs> Christopher Plummer's character, no, like like, like, a, like a billionaire. Um, also, uh, someone else was cast in the female lead as the female lead before. Uh, it was Sharon Stone. Holy shit! And then she eventually turned it down. <gasps> Sharon Stone from the Catwoman movie. Mm. <laughs> a little crossover now. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, director Mike Nichols had originally wanted lead actress Michelle Pfeiffer to wear a red hit red-hooded sweatshirt for the film's final act. She refused, as she thought it would harm the film's credibility. She was right.
1: I'm glad she did
0: that. <laughs> yeah, that, w- that would be a little over the top, I think. Yeah. Especially when James Spader was like, my, what big bosoms you have, or you know, whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I
1: think they're thinking that very last scene, when she's dressed all in black.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
1: So James yeah. Spader's already dead.
0: Well, Spoiler alert. Oh, well, I mean, I, probably during the whole final. She changed her clothes, thing, remember? Blah, blah, blah. she was wearing the
1: white, the white button-up blouse and the black skirt.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I All pay right.
1: attention to women's fashion, Steve, and you should too. Well,
0: sp- speaking of paying attention to others, hey! uh, we asked you at Movie Pod Squad, uh, what was your, your favorite Jack Nicholson performances? And uh, there were a couple that were, I mean... <laughs> Everybody apparently loves One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's an excellent performance. Uh,
0: the Joker, Batman was up there. Yeah. yeah. Let me pull up the full list. Um, of course, Nick with uh, Epic Film Guys, uh, his favorite movie of all time is about Schmidt. Um, so he said, by about a thousand miles, about Schmidt. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, my gosh.
1: Da-da, da-da. Da, 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 oh, the departed da, da. came
0: up a, on a few. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just kind of...
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of people responded with lists.
1: <laughs> like lists on lists. List.
0: Like a WWTT podcast at WWTT podcast at Easy Writer, Batman, hey. about Schmidt. Uh, I'll go with Batman, but that's like asking me to pick my favorite chocolate bar.
1: <laughs> uh, and then I
0: asked him to say his favorite chocolate bar. No, it's good.
1: <laughs> hey, Steve, what's your favorite Jack Nicholson?
0: I loved him as the Joker, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, probably the Joker.
1: <laughs> J- he's an excellent Joker.
0: The Departed, he's, he's pretty awesome in there. Um, yeah, I went through the cuckoo's Nest. I only watched that movie once. Just wasn't my bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no, a, that is a, a very serious drama, and uh, you don't do that. I you really like don't. movies like Whoa? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just looking through like the list here. Uh, I think out of the twenty or so responses, like fifteen of them are one floor over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, here we go. Mars Attacks. Uh, that's from yeah. Monty Brantley at Black Hat Monty. <laughs> yeah,
1: two out of three branches still working it. That ain't
0: bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The Shining. came Up on a couple. As okay. good as. He's had a, I mean, Jack Nicholson, pretty prestigious career. And it's sad that like half the movies I've seen him in were like the old Roger Corman movies he starred in before he was a star. Like he was, <laughs> he's like this young 28 year old guy. Obviously looks like Jack Nicholson, but it's like, is that Jack Nicholson? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, one last beer. Woo! really beautiful?
1: Yeah, there's an empty glass right behind you, my love. There sure
0: is. And for this one, being wolf month, uh, we went to elevation 66 and got a nice little growler of their two-beagle brown ale.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: you know, beagles. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, beagles are foxhounds. They hunt not small versions of wolves, <laughs> completely separate canids. <laughs> yep, yeah,
0: absolutely. Let me just one moment. Let me uh, pop it here.
1: Woo, my top!
0: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got the pour. good
1: glug, 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 glug.
0: Alright. Oh, that's a nice looking brown This
1: is a nice looking brown ale. It's a little cloudy, it's got a beautiful golden color on it. It's kind of the color of the brown on a bagel. Hmm,
0: makes sense. Mm.
1: Smells nice and nutty, a little malty. yeah
0: mm-hmm. of course Elevation 66, one of our favorite breweries here in uh, El Cerrito, California.
1: That is a nice, well-balanced brown ale. It's malty. It's got just a little bit of hop for balance. got a nice, creamy head. Yeah. That's a yeah. good middle-of-the-road drinking all day beer. B-
0: good biscuity, bready kind of yeah. taste to it. But, yeah. If
1: you just, just need something, an sit, and, uh, sit and watch basketball or football or you know, if you're into soccer. Ah, go Warriors. <laughs> Woo! Woo.
0: Um, yeah, that's a fantastic beer.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely
0: mm-hmm. all that. Mm.
1: No chihuahuas in this batch.
0: No, no chihuahuas. Just <laughs> the uh,
1: the head brewer over E66. Shout out to Ben. Woo! Got a joke. If uh, if it's a little little extra spicy, he'll go. Ah, I think a chihuahua got in the batch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So, sweetie, what did we learn from Wolf? Ooh, I learned that
1: uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's the fuck of a lifetime.
0: (laughs) I learned James Spader is always creepy.
1: Oh, he's always creepy, honey.
0: (laughs) Even in Stargate, he's a little creepy. (laughs) A little. And that's his like subdued leading man kind of nerd, right? Uh, Uh, What are we gonna do, Stargate on the podcast? We only do bad movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, when they do uh, Stargate 2 uh, Resistance or whatever, like they do with Independence Day.
1: Oh, jeez. We,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, we can
1: contrast and compare. Ooh,
0: yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, so you want to have? anything else? Uh,
1: I Jack, learned that- Jack
0: Nicholson's one of the greatest American actors of all time.
1: Uh, uh, cheers to that. Cheers. Uh, I learned that not all who are bitten by the wolf transform. That's right. Just does something wild in you.
0: That's right. The demon wolf. Mm-hmm. That it's transmitted. I learned that Rick Baker did the special effects on this movie. Woo! <laughs> that was surprising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is everything, everything I, learned I learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, hit, everybody. Hit up Movie Pod Squad at hashtag Movie Pod Squad. Lots of great podcasts available. Check us out at eilfn.podbean.com. Uh, check out our Patreon page and stuff too.
1: Yeah, check out our Etsy page. Check out my Etsy page at uh, bleh, sorry untidyvenus.etsy.com.
0: That's right. Some great artwork there, and uh, you can catch us at shows here in the California area. Um, but yeah, have a good night, everybody. Good
1: night, everybody. We're going to toss a cat again. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>